Hello, beautifuls. Welcome to Curly and Elegance Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Janet Almodovar. I want to welcome you to this podcast. And today I'm particularly very, 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 very excited because we're going to be having our first guest in the show sharing her curly hair journey. Yes. So I invite you to get comfy, to relax, and to enjoy this conversation we're going to have today with our guest. Let's jump in. Before continuing, I would like to encourage you to follow me on Instagram. And there I am constantly active in my stories and I also share lots of curly hair tips. Just go to Instagram and find me under Curly and Elegant. So I hope to see you there. Right now, I'm going to be presenting our guest today. Her name is Leticia, also known as Lele Curls in Instagram. And she's actually part of the wonderful Curlies and in the Instagram community. And so if you haven't been following her, you should go and follow her in Instagram. She is from a country widely known for its carnival festivals, Brazil. And she lives in New Jersey. <laughs> Did I get that right? Yes. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, how long have you like did you live in Brazil and then you came here to New Jer to New Jersey? Well, I moved here when I was 10. So, my first decade of life was lived in Brazil and then I moved here. So, it's been 15 years here in Jersey. Um and two completely different pr places. I went from a tropical country to you know jersey <laughs> so yeah. it's been a no. big change <laughs> but i mean it's my home now and i love it <laughs> yeah you know i still like i still missing that tropic that caribbean weather <laughs> right yeah that was a huge change we never we didn't have winters everything every i used to go to the beach like in the in the winter in brazil which was really hot So it was a huge change, especially seeing snow for the first time. Uh, yeah, it was really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, it's the same in Puerto Rico, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a huge, huge like change, as you said. Yeah. Oh, and how do you like New Jersey? I mean, um, I feel like, I don't know. I, right now, I guess I'm used to it. I've been living here for 15 years. I really like it. But, like, my boyfriend's obsessed with Florida. He really wants to move there one day. I don't hate the idea because I can, <laughs> you know, longer days, especially now in the winter. I barely get sunlight. I leave for work. And then by the time, I, like, I'm leaving work, the sun is gone. So the changes in seasons around here, it's what really gets to me. But I like it. I mean, it's home at this point, you know. Home is always going to be something that you love. but. I could go for a little bit more sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we're actually planning the same, my husband and I, like going to a more like warm weather because he doesn't like warm weather, like cold, cold. me neither. So we're like, yeah. okay, we're going to move someday. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind the cold that much. Um, my boyfriend is the one, you know, you make plans and stuff. He really hates the cold. <laughs> So he thinks of Florida all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, Florida is very, very humid, right? 
Like my curls are not gonna like that. <laughs> yeah, but then I would have yeah, I would have to totally adapt everything and my hair routine, <laughs> which is the yes. most I finally got it down. So yeah. <laughs> but I'm not doing that yet. Just yeah, I'm staying in Jersey for a little bit longer. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, yeah. <laughs> having to change your whole routine because now it's humid everywhere all the time. Yeah. I mean, so, I've been to Florida a few times, but, like, and I remember uh, back in the day, I used to strain my hair. So with the humidity, you know, that combination did not work out. So maybe my curls would actually not mind it as much. Yeah, I could do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Straight hair with humidity is just... <laughs> This Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. So right now you're the first person I'm interviewing for yeah. this podcast. Yeah. And I want to start this series because, you know, I wanted to make this podcast not like to bring more of my journey because, you know, Instagram, I use it more for education, but I wanted to bring my journey. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start this series because I wanted to, I don't know, bring other people's journey into the podcast so mm-hmm. somehow people who are starting their or their own journey can I don't know get motivated and get inspiration to keep up with theirs and mm-hmm. probably get some tips too oh yeah for sure I, I really like the idea because like you're right Instagram is a place that I've been in for a while it's somewhere where I'm getting all like not all of my information where I'm getting a lot of information about curly hair and tips and tricks and everything but I do feel like it, it there's something missing which is exactly this our ability to communicate and exchange and laugh and ask questions back and forth so this is really I love this idea it's really exciting yes so if we start with you when you like do you remember when you started like your hair journey yes I do I think it it was like around the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. So it hasn't been that long. But I started and not because I wanted to necessarily go into my curly hair journey. For me, it was actually because my hair was falling like a lot. And I've actually talked about this on like on my Instagram. Uh, it's just that my hair was falling in amounts that I was like, this is not normal at all. I started panicking oh, and both sides of my family, they have, as you know, as they get older, they have the tendency of losing hair, not completely, just like the hair starts to thin. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I am too young for this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm probably burning my hair off because I, I used to straighten my hair uh, probably like two times, sometimes once or twice a week for 10 years. I did that from the time that I was like a teenager. I think I started when I was like uh, 13, 14, and I, I ended when I was like 23. So I was like, I'm just burning my hair off. I need to stop. So I completely stopped straining. That, that was your moment when you say, that I was, need <laughs> That was my moment. I was like, I need, I was like, I panicked. It was just, it was more like a complete panic moment. I was like, oop, it's, I'm burning my hair off. I need to stop, it's heat damage. I just stopped (laughs) and then I had to learn how to actually take care of my natural hair and that's how my journey started yes which is something so difficult did you ever Mm -hmm. like relax bleached I don't know did a very strong chemical treatment no I didn't I actually um 
I've only uh, dyed like the ends of my hair. I never wanted to dye the roots. I just did the like the tips, you know, the Californian like look, you know, but nothing Yes. on the roots. But the one thing, and I only noticed this after I had already stopped uh, blow drying my hair. I, you know, I was already into my journey, my curly hair journey for like maybe like half a year Mm -hmm. or so. And it was that this one shampoo and like and conditioner that I used for probably like four years. Uh, I think it was also a part of the damage that my head, you know, my hair was having because Wow. my sister and I, like, I can't mention names or anything, but it was a really well-known brand. Uh, I can tell you later. <laughs> uh, Yes, yes. I'm curious. <laughs> yes. Uh, my sister actually started using it. I think maybe six, seven years ago. And it was a brand like, you know, was in salons and someone recommended it to her. And it was like each like uh, bottle was like, I don't know, 15, 16 bucks or something. So it was like, oh, okay, Wow. this is a good product, right? And it was supposed Yes, to make because your it's hair, expensive. exactly. And it was supposed to make your hair smooth, right? Just smooth. And she tried it. She really liked it. Her hair was very smooth. And then maybe like she was using it for a year. And then a year later, I started it also. And we used this for years, like three, four years. But at the time, I used to strain my hair. She didn't. She would do it once in a while for events. and But I would do it every week, like I mentioned, right? But her hair throughout the years got relaxed. Like her hair wouldn't curl Yeah. anymore. Oh. I So it has a relaxing effect in your Exactly. hair too. Yes. But her hair is thinner than mine. So I think hers got like the worst out of it. You know, it really got like her hair. I think like, I think she used it for like four years. It got basically like straight. It wouldn't curl. Wow. And mine was still curl a little bit. like more than hers but now looking back you know that shampoo and conditioner was also straining my hair you know it was relaxing my hair throughout the years and the moment we both stopped using it that's when um that's when our hair started to recover but hers was so bad that she just had to grow it out her hair wouldn't just go back she had to grow it back out like she was basically going through a transition and me this this I stopped using the shampoo Right at the same time that I also started my hair journal, well, you know, as I said, I stopped straining it. So for me, Mm it was both not straining it and just changing shampoo and conditioner and going uh, towards more like curly hair friendly, you know, products, you know, so that was the huge thing for me. So you never went like through a full transition, was like, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Thankfully, my hair throughout, like, it's been growing. But also it started to slowly recover, you know, but my ends, I still have some parts of my hair. I'm still not completely, you know, recovered. I still have parts of my hair where are, they are a little bit stretched out. You can see that they don't curl like the rest, but it's not that I purposely, you know, try to relax or anything. I just really think it was the mixture of that product, the strong, you know, shampoo and conditioner and the heat, the heat damage. I think that's what caused it. But it's good that you you didn't have to go through that deep transitioning. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> really I'm good. so thankful for that because I don't know. I feel like I had a, I know like hair transition, curly hair journeys is like they're different for, for everyone. And Yes. especially um, I think in Brazil, Brazil, right? It's a huge country where beauty is like a part of your everyday life. Uh, 
I think I started mm-hmm. straining my hair because in Brazil, when even when I was a kid, I, as a young girl, we would go to a wedding or a birthday party, and my my mom would take me to the salons to strain my hair as a young girl, and that was completely normal, you know. So, yes, there is even this like there's stereotype of you think in Brazil, and there's like a certain model of women and men mm-hmm. that you think right right away when you think of Brazil mm-hmm, and I think that had a huge influence in the people of oh there. for sure and you know it's like almost here right now there's this wave of girls getting you know nose jobs you know you know getting more hair this and that and in Brazil it's the mm-hmm. same way but Brazil has always been that way you know where I think we're yeah. in a country where we have the most like plastic surgery people always going to like a dermatologist you know they're always always taking care of their, their health, whether that's also eating healthy or going to the gym. So they're very focused on looking, you know, presentable, right? Like, as they, they say, like, so they would go for the straight hair, which society tells you is presentable. And they would always try to make yes. it look natural as well, you know? So there's so many people that their hair, you will look at them, they, they look like they have straight hair, right? And we're also a culture of very mixed people. So sometimes you can't yeah. tell that someone has natural, uh, like naturally curly or like kinky hair, but because they're they're relaxing it from a young age, usually they start as early as like, I don't know, like 13 or something in Brazil, because that's when I started straining it. And that was already a little bit late, you know, in my culture. Yeah. So a lot of the times, some people, I know a lot of people that have curly hair but I've never seen them with curly hair because they've been relaxing or straining it like I did from a very young age. It's like you don't even know. Yeah, like you really don't. When I started my hair journey, people would look at me and be like, oh, uh, how did your hair, like, how did you get your hair to look like that? And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> like my hair is actually curly. I used to strain it. They're like, oh, my God, I had no idea. <laughs> and that was so common because they really had no idea that my hair was naturally curly because I did it for so long. Yes, it's it's very very like like surprising mm-hmm. to hear like that is very surprising to me to hear that the same things that pretty much happen in in my childhood mm-hmm. also happen in other people's too. Yeah, it's wonderful how this like subjective way of beauty mm-hmm. of being having straight hair like goes through a like through a whole culture. Yes. For sure. And I think it's like, we see it in, I think, first of all, it comes from that European um, standard, right? Like, they want you to have the thin nose, the the straight hair, then, you know, everything has to be like perfect. But why yeah. don't we like growing up? And it's something I, I even told people, like, you should tell you should tell people that like, young girls, young boys that, oh, your hair is pretty. Your skin color is pretty. Everything is pretty because that's what you are, you know. And I, and I think, especially growing up in Brazil, where um, no one in my family except for, I, th- I think, an older cousin and uh, my mom, they had curly hair. But my mom was the only person in her family with curly hair, right? So she never learned how to take care of her curls. So when my sister yes. and my mom... Um, she's mostly like white and my dad is like his family is more mixed they have like native and like you know african brazilian blood i guess you could say 
So his hair is more like kinky. So my hair and my sister's hair came out curly. But my mom didn't know how to take care of her hair. You know, she knew how to take care of hair, just like doing deep conditioning treatments and all, but not how to style curly hair. So I grew up with my hair just being, you know, put up on like a ponytail or when I went into my like preteens, uh, like um, I she would always just braid it, you know, one braid on the back and that was it. So I never, wow. I never had that that person in my life teaching me, oh, this is the right product for hair like yours. This is how you should style your hair because she didn't know how to do it, you know? So we, my sister yeah. and I, we never learned. So for me, the, and what we were being taught in Brazil was to, if you want your hair to look nice for an event, just strain it. So then I was like, when I got to, when I was about to go into high school, which is when I started straining it, I was like, oh, I want to look good. You know, it's that, it's that time where you start seeing, you know, Everyone is starting to look nice. Everyone's dressing nice. And you meet boys. So I was like, I, I want to look nice. So I'm just going to strain my hair. So that was my yeah, I, and I, th mm -hmm. I think that was the problem back then. It was that people didn't really know how to take care of curly hair. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why they all went like, like they all ended up like doing those ugly <laughs> braids yes, in the back yes. and those those. And then us as kids look at ourselves in the mirror. We say, we don't look good. Mm -hmm. We don't like this. Yep. And it's even accepted by society either. So let's go and straighten our hair. Basically, yeah. Remember that phase where everyone just have their hair on like a ponytail or like a bun or something. And then just have the, the what's it called? On the front of the head, like just put gel on it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like that, that was another phase, but it was our way of, managing our hair i think uh a yeah. lot of us grew up learning how to manage it not how to actually care for it and make it look as good and as manageable yes. that it can because now i look at curly hair and this was a my like this was a, a switch that i had to um have in my own head in my own like thought process which was before i was like oh curly hair okay and i'll get a little scared and now I, i'll look <laughs> at curly hair i'm like wow like that looks so good you know and then I'll see someone with straight hair. I'm like, oh, that's nice. But look at that curly hair, you know? And that was a switch <laughs> that I had to flip in my head. And it only happened, you know, in the past few years. Yes. And, and it's because we are seeing more and more people doing it, mm -hmm. too, that we're really realizing how beautiful curly yes, hair is. Yeah, for sure. Because if we, and that's the importance of representation, mm -hmm. too. If we don't see somebody else like wearing with pride and and happiness yeah. and confidence their own curly hair, like we don't see the beauty there. Sure. That's how I came to to realize that curly hair was beautiful too. Yes, that's that's exactly what's happening. And I think, um, and I, I had this discussion with my sister. I think once when um, someone like we were asking the question right whether curly hair is a trend or it's like a lifestyle. And I think for me, especially be because of the reason that I went into my curly hair journey was not your typical one, which was like I said, right? It was like I was panicking that I was losing hair. Yeah. Uh, for me, it, it's a lifestyle. It was not that I was trying to follow a trend or anything like that. Quite the opposite, because for a whole decade, I was trying to get away from it. So for me, and, and but she was also uh, trying to like, you know, 
tell me how maybe if there weren't other people out there doing it before me, uh, maybe it wouldn't have been um, as, I'm not going to say that it was easy, but it wouldn't have been as, yeah. you know, natural as it was for me because I did have representation. I did see early people. Yeah. And, there, and the one thing about Brazil is that we're such a mixed culture that we are probably one of the countries with the most like people with curly hair right in the world at this point and there are a lot of people wow. in brazil that look like me you know they have the same skin tone as me that don't you know they have the same type of curl as me so i was able to find people online that i could look up to you know but i think this wasn't a thing 10 years ago before like youtube before instagram There was no, you know, yes. that didn't exist. So the fact that I started my, you know, my curly hair journey uh, at a time where there were people out there already making videos, already posting the pictures, showing that you don't have to strain your hair to be beautiful, right? Which is a trend that was going around on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, that really helped yeah. me in my journey because, like you said, representation. And it plays a major, major part in, you know, in our lives. Yeah, it's So, like, how when once you started mm -hmm. your journey, how many times do you think like do you thought often or going back to straightening it? Um, in the beginning, I did like it was really hard. Like I wanted to do it so bad, especially since the beginning <laughs> is when your hair is the most damaged. It's when you really don't yes. know like what to use. You're trying out products, most of them don't work. <laughs> so. In the beginning, it was really hard, but I, I held on to it. You know, I think I went maybe like four months without straining it. And then one day I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I did it. I strained it. And when I had that first wash, it took my hair a week to go back to what it was before I had strained it. And I was like, oh, my God. So I did this for 10 years. And then I strained it once again after four months and it took my hair a month, a week, I'm sorry, for it to go back. Imagine how much further I have in this journey for my hair to get to where it's supposed to be, right? To what it was meant to be. Yeah. So then after that, I think I waited a long, like months again. And then I decided to strain it again and I did it. Because I'm not one of those people that I'm like, oh, like I'm never going to do it or you shouldn't do it. I just think that If you're gonna do it, do it the right way. You, you know, use you know a, a heat protector. Exactly. So I was like, I am gonna use heat protector. I'm gonna use uh, my blow dryer on like a cooler setting. I'm not gonna hold it in like on the same spot, and that's what I did. And my hair, it looked so healthy. It looked beautiful. It had grown so much after I started my hair journey. My hair started growing faster, which was something that I was really excited about. So. I did all of that. I took your hair is actually my hair goal. Like your hair oh, length right? is my hair goal. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy with my length right now. But yeah, so uh, the second time that I did it, I did it. The, I strained it the proper way, I guess, being really careful. And a day after, when I washed it, my hair was back to normal, right? So then I was like, okay, yeah. so my hair is healthy. And guess what? I did not strain it again. <laughs> I haven't. And because I didn't feel the need to, you know, I guess I just had to get it out of my system. I was like, I want to train. I want to see yeah. how it looks. And I didn't do it. Uh, and I think it's been over a year without straining my hair. And I was considering uh, doing it for Christmas, right, this week. 
but I was I was yeah. so busy. I was like I was like I'm not gonna have the time. And then part of me was actually questioning whether I wanted to strain it because I kind of missed it. Because for ten years of my life, my teenage years into my adulthood, I recognized myself as someone with straight hair, which is something that really messes yeah. with your with with your head. You know, I you know I really struggled with that. So I. If I if I'm gonna do it again, maybe I'll do it next week. Maybe I would I won't do it. Maybe I'll do it a year from now. You know, but for me, it's like when I decide yeah. to do it again, if I do, it has to be with the right you know for the right reasons. Not yes, because you want, not because you feel exactly. pressure from society that you yeah, need And I think to. for me at this point, it's not even pressure by society. In the beginning, it was, you know, so much that the first time yeah. that I straightened my hair after going into my journey some some guy at my job he looked at me he was like oh I like your hair like he had never seen me with straight hair because he started working there at my job after I had started my sure. journey so he was like oh I like your hair like this straight you should you should straight like you should straighten it all the time and then it made me feel like oh so do I look ugly every day with my curly hair you know <laughs> but now I don't feel that anymore <laughs> I don't care what people think honestly Uh, if my hair looks crazy and I look like Hermione from Harry Potter, I'm like, oh, but not because of society. It's more like what I see in the mirror, you know, but I, I'm scared of doing it because of, of that, like I was saying, uh, that identity crisis, you know, I don't, I want to, I want to accept myself as someone with curly hair completely. So when I straighten my hair, I don't want it to be like, so I go back to being who I was because that's what I felt like. When I straightened my hair those first few times, you know, I felt like I was going back to who I was. Yeah. Does that like does that even make sense? I don't know. I just felt like that's me. I felt I felt um, prettier, not because of society. Like I said, I felt prettier because you know, I don't know. It's so weird. I can't explain. I had like a hair dysmorphia. It does make right? sense. Like, it does make sense. When I straighten my hair mm -hmm. now, I just don't like how I look in the mirror and it's not because it is straight or whatever it's just because I don't know I miss I I, I just look at myself and I look at myself with mm -hmm. curls and I like the ball I miss yeah. all that it's not that I have anything against straight hair anymore because you know I used to have that thing I'm, I was like like you said in yeah. the beginning one of those people who were like you shouldn't straighten your hair anymore if you're in the ceiling mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But then I changed my mind and I, and I say like, do whatever the yeah. heck you want. If you want to straighten mm -hmm. your hair, do it. If you don't want exactly. to do it, that's up to you. But don't do it because you don't feel pretty exactly. without like, and with you see, your I, hair. I feel and, like, sorry, sorry. Uh, I feel like I'm not completely <laughs> there yet. You know, I still, uh, I, I really, what I'm aiming for in my hair journey and in my life is to get to that place where you are right now right because I think you've been on your journey for I don't know is it like six years or something I think I yeah I've been eight, in my, in my eight journey. Years. yeah exactly eight right years. so you've been on it longer than me I'm still I think I'm still a baby yeah. in the journey in a way because you exactly but there. I that's why I'm kind of scared of straining it because <laughs> I think I, in the back of my head I'm still not completely there, you know, but it's something I'm working on and I'm proud of how far I've come, but I, I can recognize that I'm not fully there yet, you know, so I have to be really careful about when and why I want to straighten my hair. Yeah, I, and, I, and I think like 
the way you're approaching it, like you're completely okay doing it, like the way you're doing yeah. it. Because it's not easy. It's not easy yeah. anyways. You're going to get there anyways, but it's not mm-hmm, easy. For sure. Because I, if I think from my point of view now, I could say, yeah, you're going to be fine and all that stuff. You're okay, whatever. But I have to put myself when I was in the beginning of my journey because exactly. we're in two completely different exactly. stages. And you know, that's something difficult to do too because sometimes people come to me and they are in the beginning of their like yeah. of their journey, and it's difficult for me to just get to their mm-hmm. mindset and to where they are, they are right now. Because some people get used to it fast, but others yeah. take longer with certain areas. There are people who have been one year and they haven't achieved much to yeah. their mind. Because once you get to start the journey, you're doing a whole, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're actually achieving yeah. a lot because it's difficult to say, yes, I'm going to start true. it. And so they think they don't do a lot and and they get frustrated mm-hmm. because of and that. And you know what I think it is? I think but, a lot of, like, at least for me, I had no idea that the curly hair journey or the natural hair journey overall was so complex. You know, I used to think that it was just about, you know, like it's, I always say this, it's not just about hair. I've been through so many changes in this hair journey. I feel more confident. I feel like, and all of these things we were talking about, uh, about whether I should strain my hair or not for the right reasons or not. And I feel like outside people probably think we're completely crazy, but we're not because you're really, there are a lot of layers to it. And like you said, we have to uh, put ourselves in, you know, other people's shoes sometimes. And like, I'm, I still remember how I was in the beginning, but there are things that I've moved past from that sometimes I have to be like, oh, wait, how did I think about this when I was in their situation, you know? Yeah. And that's why I like helping people. And I like talking about uh, things that for us nowadays seem so basic. But for some people, I was one of those people I, I, I didn't know, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, and it's so complex. It's, it's more than just hair for sure. It's a, it, that's why I say it's a lifestyle. Definitely. It definitely is a life lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change and it's a lot of things you have to adapt to, but I think it's so worth it. I feel like I've, I'm becoming more and more like the person I was meant to be, you know, if that makes sense. And it's, it started with hair. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. does make sense. <laughs> it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. And if you think, like, you know, sometimes people, that, especially in the beginning, we don't understand that we need to do one product at a time. Were you that type of curly who would introduce a lot of new products at the same time and then having a mess yeah, at the end of the day? Sure. I was. I am, a, I'm like a Marshalls and TJ Maxx addict. Like I'll go in there. I'm like, I'm not going to buy anything. And I leave spending more than like a hundred bucks. So when I, when I started my hair journey, I used to go to like the hair section and I will look for curly hair products, which by the way, were not a lot. So I would buy like not all of them, but a lot of them. I'll probably, every time I would go there, I'll buy like $30 worth of hair products. And I would try them out. And, um, but this is the thing, like you said, right? I would try them out all at once. 
right? I'll buy a new shampoo and a new leave-in and a new this. And I'm like, I'm going to try all of them at the same time. And it will never work. It just it doesn't work. Let's see what they do. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I've tried so many products. But also that uh, exploration that I had introduced me to some products that I do like. So that was also exciting, you know, and I think it's such like a trial and error type of thing. You have to go experiment and see what works for you. But you're completely right. We do have to learn to do it one at a time, you know, not everything at once. (laughs) That doesn't help much. (laughs) I think everybody gets to that point because I, I remember too, not in the beginning, of my journey per se, but when I started actually mm-hmm. taking care of it, because I, I, I spent a lot of time not even caring mm-hmm. about my hair. But then when I really think thought about starting to take mm-hmm. care of, of it, I went through that part too, because anyways, I didn't have any like much products either. So I had yep. to bring new ones to the table. So I think everybody kind of goes yep. through that. And right? it was in, what's like, what's funny uh, when I grew up in Brazil, right. For my first 10 years, uh, there were no curly hair products, like at least not that like my mom was aware of because she didn't buy us any, but I just think there weren't none. And I used to wear a regular products, right? That every other person out there used to wear as well. So those didn't work for my hair. And then growing up here in Jersey, uh, there also were not a lot of products, right? And even today, when you really, really look at it, uh, there aren't that many options. Um so I'm glad yeah. to see new brands coming out. But the one thing that really like um, plays a major part for curly people is that since we did not grow up with different options, all we really use for our hair are like a leave-in, a gel, or a mousse. Those are the yeah. three things. <laughs> but the thing is that it's like use the thickest gel that you can find just to but then as I started my journey I learned that there are different types of gels there's also especially when you want to refresh your hair you can use a foam or you can use like a what's it called there's like a lighter one I forgot what it's called right now (laughs) it just slipped my head um but there are so many different things you can use there are a lot of options nowadays but when you're starting a journey you don't really know what to use so you just go for the obvious right like so I said, let me just buy a gel <laughs> and any gel will work. And that's not how it works. So it was definitely interesting in the beginning. And now I'm still not there yet. I still have a long way to go. I still have a lot to learn. But I think I think I got past yeah. the basic, basic. We <laughs> and I'm glad. <laughs> I think you never really stop oh, learning sure. in this journey because there is always something yeah, new. For always. sure. Every day I'm learning something new. <laughs> You've been reminding me of the gel phase, like when I was in that phase when I was like <laughs> <Right>. younger. <laughs> I, I all the gel I used exactly. in my hair. You know what's funny? Because <laughs> uh, right nowadays I, I still use gel, but one thing I didn't know about even like the within the first year that I started my hair journey was that you're supposed to break the cast, right? I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. I never heard of that in my entire life until maybe like a year ago. And that was probably like the most like shocking moment that I had because when I learned how to break the cast, 
I was like, oh, so this is what my hair is supposed to look like. <laughs> and I tell people I have friends that have curly hair. I told my sister. I told my mom. I was like, this is how you're supposed to do it. And they're like, oh, my God. It was like <laughs> like a life changer, you know? And oh, my it's God. Sure. So it's like, yes, because people, they have the stereotype that curly hair is like hard because of the gel. And I'm like... No, it's not. You just got to break that cast in your hair. It will be smooth and defined and beautiful. <laughs> and I was so excited about that. I think that was probably one of the most, like, shocking but, like, exciting moments <laughs> in the journey. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just, as I said, I just can't stop remembering those times. And all the time I spend mm-hmm. not knowing that, it's just... It's just, right. I just feel bad <laughs> for myself and for my sister too, because she used to use right. a lot of gels too <laughs> and wear her hair like that. And it's funny because sometimes I still don't do it because you have, you're supposed to wait for the hair to dry. And sometimes I think I'm at work because I washed it in the yeah. morning or something. I just can't do it. And sometimes I'll just go to the bathroom. I just look in the mirror and I'll just start like doing it like when I'm at work or like at a friend's house. I'm just breaking <laughs> the cast a little bit <laughs> just <laughs> to make it look better. It's so funny. Like, I'm just laughing at myself because I'm yeah. like, I hope no one notices that when I left, my hair was like, the gel, and now it looks softer and more puffy. And I'm like, I hope no one notices. <laughs> right, Nobody's right. looking. We, we're the ones paying attention. Other people, they don't care. But we, we, we notice. That's what matters. We notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do. And if you would think, like of an advice what advice would you give like to your younger self like mm-hmm. if you could go back right now and i don't know to your jungle your your right, uh, i can speak now my <laughs> your younger um, <laughs> that's a hard one for me because i always you see like i think a lot of people used to see curly hair as something that's ugly i never saw it that way i was actually always glad I had curly hair because I always felt like it was very uh, versatile. I could have it curly. I could have it straight. Even when I straighten, I could have it, you know, make waves and it would always, uh, it was a very, you know, versatile. But the one thing that I would tell my younger yeah. self is to uh, try to learn how to take care of it, you know, and don't just stick to straining it all the time because um, I think, um, when you're a teenager, it's, you know, it's hard, you know, people will judge you and it's easier said than done, you know, to be like, oh, just wear curly, you'll be fine. Yes. You know, um, I wouldn't go back and necessarily change things, but I would just tell myself, learn to also embrace it curly, you know, learn that that's also yes. okay, that's beautiful. And, le- you know, just learn about your hair because that's the only hair you're going to have, you know, so it's just learn to take care of it, yes. learn to embrace it. And, you know, just that's where, where you become who you're supposed to be when you accept, you know, how you were, like, what you were born with. So that's what I would tell my younger self, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's wonderful, you know, because you're not trying to actually tell, like, exactly, do yeah. this. <laughs> you're actually you're saying, like, mm-hmm. try to do this because yes, this is very sure. important. <laughs> you know, sometimes... Sometimes we 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 try to influence like the younger generation and we are mm-hmm. like do this, do that, and we forget that. We were younger ones and we didn't like exactly. to be told things. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and it's I say it's difficult too because 
as young as younger people we just mm -hmm. like to be accepted and we we just want to be accepted and to fit in even though we will we, we can tell them like you know you're beautiful you're unique don't try to be accepted yeah. you will never be accepted because yeah. society is society well Yeah, and you know what I really love is seeing how there are a lot of younger people today. There are more than I think back when I was their age that are starting to embrace their curls. And I think and I think that has a lot like yes. we were talking earlier about representation, you know. So when I was growing up, when I was a teen, it was a different world. Uh, but I'm glad that the world is going in a, in a direction right now where curly hair, natural hair, not just even curly, you know, any type of hair is it seem as yes. presentable acceptable uh beautiful you know and that and that's what it is it's it's all of those things so i'm just glad people are yeah. embracing and becoming who they're meant to be and not what society wants them to be definitely and i wouldn't say anything else <laughs> thanks so much yeah. Lele, for thank joining you. me here today <laughs> and for you this was really nice thank Excuse you so me? much for having me And that right there was Leticia, also known as Lele Carols in Instagram. I hope you had a wonderful time listening to us back there. And as always, I want to wish you have a wonderful and blessed day. I want to also remind you that you can share this podcast in any social media, whether it is Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram stories, Snapchat, or even text messages. You can send this to your loved ones. And also make sure you're subscribed to this podcast whether it is Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave your review there so more people can know we exist. And I don't know, I want I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and I want to wish you have a happy new year. And I will see you next year. <laughs> This is an old old joke. <laughs> see you next Sunday beautiful. Bye-bye.